The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Um, we want everybody to see us. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see us yet, but we've got something cool on that we want everybody to see. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. Hey, Rebel, I don't see us on the, on the thing. Oh, it says live in 13 minutes. I don't know why. Anyway, what's up, everybody? <laughs> All is good, and... Um, well, we're going to have a great show for you guys today. Before we get started, let's introduce everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I hate masks. I want this virus to die, like all the other viruses that have been in history. They came and they went. Well, when is this friggin' virus going to go? Cramping my lifestyle and all of yours out there, too. So if you guys see us, too, look at our masks. Well, like said we're not on the air yet. No, we are. I had to refresh the page. Well, aren't you the brightest one on the block? I am. Anyway, we're wearing our Clown Motel 2 masks. Look, everybody. See? Clown Motel. Now, Ron shot his role as General Milan on Thursday. I'm taking mine off because I hate masks. Oh, you know, they're annoying. Oh, look at that. My mask got, went through my wire. <laughs> Now I'm like Joe Biden with the mask hanging like a moron. So you guys, these masks are going to be available for sale soon. And when they are, we'll make sure we let everybody know we got ours ahead of time because we were shooting on set and, uh, and Ron shot general Milan and we were up in big bear and it all went really good. And he's got another day that he's shooting with Lorraine Landon later. Uh, We wanted to give props to clown motel and Joe Kelly and Angela Joseph is in the chat room and, and everybody affiliated with clown motel too, because it's going to be a great movie. And we had a great time on Thursday. Well, I love Joe uh, Kelly, Joseph Kelly, because he's a director that lets you in. He doesn't make it his movie, his lines, and you have to do everything, you know, exactly as written. Because sometimes a writer doesn't see too much because he's so involved with the entire script, which is, you know, 100 pages. Um, So the actor needs to come in and say, hey, listen, could we do it this way? Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do this. Only a good director listens, and if he likes it, he uses it. But a narcissistic, stuck-up, conceited director will say, no, 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 it's got to be per letter, per letter, per letter. It's as written, like he he knows what he's writing. That's why a lot of these horror movies stink, because they don't have camaraderie. They don't have uh, uh, choice. You know, I didn't want to just do this as a general Milan without a personality. And I developed a personality of... General Milan, at one point arrogant, at one point very tough and superior like a general would be, and then at another point very caring and soft, talking to 
uh, Sergeant Kelly about his missing uh, girlfriend. Wife. Wife. So, you know, it's how you play it. And I think all actors today are afraid to tell their director, this word stinks, this line doesn't play for me. I know my character, I know my voice tones, I know my moves, and some, some words just don't happen. I had a terrible time with one word that I had never heard in my life, and I kept screwing up on it, and it's called a Bitcoin. Now, <laughs> now he's got now it. Now <laughs> I've got it, all right? But when we were shooting, I couldn't get it for anything. I kept calling it a Bitcoin. I mean, I don't know why I had trouble with this one word, Bitcoin. So I said to Joe, Joe, you take the line and you work it because I'm having a lot of trouble with it. And he did, and it worked out fine. Then later on, I found out what a Bitcoin is. It's it, For those of you out there who have never heard of it, it's a computer word that means money in computer language. In other words, you can't spend dollars on a computer, but you can spend Bitcoins. It's a currency. I mean, why didn't they make it a different name, Bitcoin? It's a very, very difficult. And then my other line that was a little difficult was almost like Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. It was, um, we, we, we located a pinpoint, it went on and on and on. So, you know, Joe was wonderful. And we laughed and we giggled, but we got the shot beautifully. I think we made that scene extremely interesting. We uh, brought in a lot of stuff that was not in the script that I think made it realistic. And I'm sure Joe was very pleased. And I will uh, continue to do this if he allows me, because I only want Clown Motel 2 to be a better movie than the first Clown and make more money, of course. Uh, working with Joe Kelly is a delight. He is a delight. He is the sweetest guy in the world and a gentleman. Uh, and I'm not blowing smoke up his ass because I don't do that shit. You know that. If I don't like you, I don't say anything. But Joe is like my kid. You know, he's a boy. He's young. He could be my son. Oh, Christ. He could be my almost. He my could be your grandson. <laughs> fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck he could, you. Though. And one more fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> he could, though. You know, Jimmy. There's a divorce court opening soon in, yeah. in Palm Springs. Watch it. They say your hairdo is fab. Isn't it gorgeous? Look, it's sexy. <laughs> very, very Kim Novak. So hold on. We have a chat room full of people. Let's say hi to everybody. So what's up, chat room? We have Angela Joseph in the chat room. Yahoo! She's in Colorado. And Tere and Jane Doe is Angela. Oh, Angela Joseph. Yeah. And then we have Anton from Australia. We have Dawn Hidden. She's from L.A. Hey, Dawn. How you doing? We have Teresa Sabin from Florida. You know, the thing went by so fast, I like missed it. I think Backpack John is in the chat room, and I actually don't know where Backpack John is from. With a name like that, who cares? Backpack John. I mean, he's very cool. That's not his real name. Backpack. Well, he has a company that sells camping stuff, so that's oh, why he's called so that's Backpack why John. He's called Backjack. Yeah, John. Backpack. Okay. Also, they about, say you look wait, very young. I am very young. You stupid fucking people watching. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, what do you think? I'm old. I'm very. I mean, look how. Wait till I go to that place that we did last week. I'm going to get free Botox. And look at that when I get my cheek shot up with that other shit, the Restylane. Look, it pulls the whole face up. I mean, my face is starting to hang. I look like a Doberman or like a Basset Hound. Okay, so Don Hidden. Wait, I'm not finished. Oh. We, when we shoot a clown motel, I think next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Lorene Landon, <laughs> the sexy bombshell, is going to play my wife. So it should be a lot of fun on the set. Joseph Kelly is in the chat room. Or I think, no, I think that's uh, actually, I uh, might be, um, 
I'm not sure if that's Joseph Kelly or Sherry Davis. She's trying to get in the chat room too. Joseph Kelly is in the chat room t- taking a break. So I hope and, everybody's and, doing and good. Sherry Davis. Yes, it's Char- Sergeant Kelly. Yep. And Sherry Davis was on our, as part of our crew as the nurse because she's an RN. And like I said last week, I said, oh, nurse, could you come here? I have pain around my testicles. Could you feel around for lumps? And she laughed and walked away. (laughs) You know, you're not supposed to do that stuff on a set anymore. I don't know why, but they think the women get upset about it. And it's bullshit. Years ago, we had more. I mean, Farrah Fawcett was probably one of the, the the best practical jokers on a set. I mean, she was always smiling and fun, and and she liked to do silly stuff like that. Uh, today, you know, these laws are women do not, you cannot disrespect. It's not a disrespect. It's kind of a, a sexy way of, of saying, you know, I find you attractive and sexy. You know, by the way, you're the only one who can do it and not get in trouble. <laughs> well, because I'm gay and I'm 80 years old and they think I can't get it up. Well, they'd be very shocked to know I certainly can. And uh, Angela says Ron is harmless and adorable. Eileen says hello to everybody. Eileen Shapiro. Oh, she's in here now. Yeah, no, she's not. She's texting me because she can't get in because she's uh, on the train Eileen, or something. Eileen, Eileen, I heard that if you do Botox on your lips, not the lips in your face, the other lips, it makes them tighter. <laughs> <laughs> and Don says she's from Bakersfield. And what's up, uh, everybody in the chat room? You guys, thanks so much for tuning in. We got a really fun show for you guys today uh, coming up. And, and Dawn, you never finished on my Facebook about that guy you made out with and why he made you cry. So I wrote, did you make out, did you cry before you made out with him or after? Or did you cry because he had a little birdie? (laughs) (laughs) I wrote on Facebook today, uh, tell the first guy you ever made, or the first person you ever made out with and uh, where it was and when it was. And I did mine when I was 14. (laughs) Eileen texted me saying that she's going there to get that done now. (laughs) Good. Good. This This way, when I kiss you, I'll feel nice, tight lips. She said, yes, she did respond. Don did read it. Which, well, well, I'm on the air, honey. I, I, I will read. I will read your response. Don is fabulous. I love Don. We met Don first at Crepitus. Remember the Crepitus premiere? No, but I remember Don. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I don't. You know, listen, folks. In my 58 years in this business, I must have met a million people. Some I remember. Actually, it's 61 now. 61 years yeah. in the business. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. Am I really 61 years? Oh, yeah, I guess yeah, you I are. Am. 19. Okay. In my 61 years, in the, <laughs> I mean, who the fuck is in this business 61 years and is still working? Boy, talk about longevity. Um, you know, I've been through stage, theater, and, and television. And now in this new thing, this new career of mine, I started at 80 years old in horror movies. This is a whole new career for me. And I got to tell you, I really don't give a shit about the movies or being in the movies. I just love doing it. Because I love the crew. I love my friends. I love being with all these kids and having a good time. And I like doing good work because I feel these films need good work. And a veteran actor sometimes can pull strings that today's actors haven't learned yet to make a better performance. And Angie, baby, I love you. And I'm so happy. Yes, Jimmy and I are going to drive out to Nevada to uh, Clown Motel. So I will see you. I've also asked Kardosha Ona, whatever the fuck her name is. Kardosha Ona. Kardosha Ona, the, the, the psychic, to join us in Nevada. I want to do a um, 
film on that. If we home. actually go and do all that, we need to try to get Eileen to come. <laughs> Eileen's going to come too. After she has her lips injected and she can sit down again, then she'll come <laughs> and on an airplane. So you guys, we have a really fun show today. Oh, uh, Angela says, I love you more and you'll see my twins and niece because they're going to be there too. Good. Absolutely. So you Good. guys coming on the show today, we have Bruce Thomas and DJ Tracy Young. Uh, DJ Tracy Young just won the Grammy this past uh, year in January, and we actually saw her at Metaretta. Well, we knew her. I already knew her, but Ron met her at a Grammy party that we went to in January. Fell in love with her. You know, she's family. She's a gay woman, and I just love gay women. And Bruce Thomas, anybody who's seen Legally Blonde, he's the UPS guy that uh, gets fallen in love with um, by uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Um, and, and so, uh, he's been in a ton of things. Actually, when I went down his resume, I couldn't believe how much stuff he's done and how many people that we, we have in common that we know. And it looks like he's in the studio now. So we're going to bring him in. I just want to say one more thing. Okay. Jimmy and I shot the same day that we shot clown motel two. We shot another movie of, uh, Joseph Kelly's and that's called, what is it called? Compatible. Compatible. And compatible is going to be a riot a hysterical movie jimmy and my scene was we're in bed as a gay couple critiquing the couple on our uh, laptop that are, are supposed to be compatible on well the comments that we make are hilarious and i understand everyone else in the film who i don't know who they are i haven't seen the rest of the film they also did the same thing by commenting on it and this film is going to absolutely uh, hit the road and be a, a smash hit. Okay. I can't wait to see it myself. It sounds hilarious. It's going to be a lot of fun. Eileen wrote, Tracy is to fuck, okay? I don't know what that means. She wants to fuck Tracy. She went Who's Tracy? Oh, Tracy. Yeah, so Eileen now is into women. Okay. <laughs> no. She said, That's not what she No, meant. Eileen said she never was. And I said, how come you never made it with a woman? She said, because I like big dick. And, you know, there's nothing there. And I thought to myself, well, try it. You might like. It. All right. So, all right. Uh, go ahead, Rebel. Let's let our Bruce, uh, Bruce, come on in. Let's make sure we can hear him and see him, and all is good. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. We, we clean up. We clean up the show for our guests. Yeah, we clean up the show now that you're on. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're in the dark. You're dark. Do you have a little bit more light you can turn on. Yeah. Hold on a sec. Yeah. There, there we, we go. go. There Much go. better. Hello. Okay, so we can hear him. So now, now you look intro. like a nice looking Italian. Are you Italian? No, not at all. Where are you? <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm mostly uh, German and British. German, but you look Italian. Okay, so it? hold on. Let's do a real intro. Why? Because we need it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented uh, actor extraordinaire, Bruce Thomas. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. Let me introduce you. This is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, who's also my significant other. This is Ron Russell. No, we're not a significant other. Okay, he's my husband. We're, we're, we're married. <laughs> we're married. You know, if I was a significant other, I wouldn't be here. I'd be out on the town. Yeah. <laughs> but since I'm married, you know, the old ball and chain, you got to sit around. <laughs> so he's Ron. I'm Ron, and you're a good. Hi, Ron. You're a good-looking guy. I got a girl for you if you're single. <laughs> I I will be uh, soon. I'm uh, okay. Listen, something. listen. Adrian Barbeau, friend of mine. I've worked like, with Adrian. Okay, so you know Adrian. She said to me she would like to meet a nice fella, not to get married, just to have a relationship. <laughs> 
to ha- go out and have fun. So let me know when you're free, and I'll call Adrian. <laughs> and uh, Adrian's gorgeous. I mean, come on, you should be so lucky to get Adrian Barbeau. She's a beauty. And an I angel. worked with her on uh, on Halo, and she was very talented. On top of it. And yeah, sweet. Oh, absolutely. And, she's sweet too. But she, when she works, she's a little different than when she's social. When she's social, she's very much the mother in the, the house spun broad. I love her. I think she's a <laughs> Hold on. We got to finish introducing him. So well, we, like, I fixed him up. He's happy. Okay. <laughs> so we have a chat room full of people, about eight countries represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody. And, uh, and I don't see all, the chat I don't um, see the chat room. I? I, you, yeah, I don't think you can see it. Uh, okay. Actually, if you go to the, the part where it says, uh, I don't know if you can see the chat thing that says comments, you could click that, and I think it'll come from YouTube. Uh, oh, there, there we are. are. But, yes, uh, and also, our show has over 5 million viewers, so be nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, clean, I clean it up for some of them, but they like us dirty. They say, we love Ron when you fight with Jimmy and you curse and stuff, because we have common people in our audience, and common people like common shows. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll clean it up nice for you. Now, hold on. So, first of all, wait, wait, wait. You're going to be Adrian's boyfriend, so we have to respect you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so, no, we would respect you anyway. So, first of all, you guys, you can follow uh, Bruce on Twitter. He's real Bruce Thomas, and it's real R E E L, like a movie reel. Bruce Thomas. And on Instagram, he's Mr. Bruce Thomas. And, um, I have to say, like, I don't really get excited about a lot of people coming on because we've been doing this. We're on the air for 13 years. Wow. Uh, d- doing this. And, and so, we're the number one show for three years in a row. So web show, yes. So get, I read a, load, that. get a load of that. So baby. we so we yeah. actually uh, – so we bring two famous people on every week, So we and we work in movies and stuff, so we get to meet a lot of people. But you I'm excited for because Legally Blonde is one of my absolute favorite movies like ever. And anytime I'm in a bad mood, I watch it. Just for like a pick me up. And since you're the UPS guy and, and you fall in love with Jennifer Coolidge and it's such a great story, uh, do you have anything you can tell, like some kind of like a quick little story you can tell us about Legally Blonde just for all the fans that are watching? Because I don't know if that's their favorite, but that's mine. <laughs> yeah, it's cool because it's. I'm going to punch you. My ears are breaking. You're go. You're loud. Okay, go. <laughs> it's, uh... Wait, hang on. Could you lean forward more so they could see more of your handsome face? I'm leaning you know, it forward. Well, you want to get in the. <laughs> no, not, not, not like you're giving head, no that's good that's not good. like you're giving head to all the women but, you know, oh boy give us your head no they're fine just be, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah boy now we got a glamour boy now we got a, a rock cuts in on the set very glamorous yeah that's, good, that's me. you're a very handsome man don't don't pull that shit no he me. knows it no he's gonna play that innocent role no, oh, I didn't no know. tell us a story i, I want to hear something. i don't have a mirror Oh, he knows. Of course he knows. He's good looking. He was in Models, Inc., which, by the way, Models, Inc. is another show that I loved in the, like, I think that was in, I don't know, that was like in the mid-90s, I think. And you're only on one episode of it, but yeah. I like, watched yeah. all of the Models, Inc.s uh, because, like, I was a fashion designer back then, and I really, like, liked all of that stuff. So that's really the first time I saw you. Um, and then I've kind of followed all along because you've done, you have a great body of work. I was a huge fan of Kyle XY. And uh, but Legally Blonde is my favorite, so you got to just I tell like us that something. Movie too, it was a decent movie. Legally Blonde. Yeah, I don't know why the junk they make today isn't as good. You know? <laughs> no, seriously, it was done well. It was done like a studio yeah. movie. You know, a, a, yeah. a soundstage studio movie. This, 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 this reality shit and this travel. I mean, I'm in film all the time, and we do it in people's houses. It's like a whole movie. <laughs> it's like Christmas with a with a horror person. <laughs> Well, with the uh, to, to get back to the story, I I, uh, I was doing jury duty on a Friday, and I got out of jury duty early, and I happened to check in with my agent that day. Didn't have anything going on. I said, "Well, fortunately, I just got it. They threw the case out. I'm out." He said, "Well, if you're out, 
can you get over to Universal real quick? Because there's a guy named Robert Luketic who's doing a film. It's just a little indie, indie film. Uh, I'd like to see you if you're available. So I went over there, <clears throat> read the scene, got the sides real quick and just looked them over a couple times, went in there and read with Robert, walked out, felt pretty decent about it. On my way to the front door of the building, somebody ran behind me and said, hold on a second. Are you available Monday? And I said, yeah. He said, you're in. Come to the table read. That's it. That was the easiest job I've ever gotten in my life. See, and, and you got a table read. That in horror movies is like never going to happen. You don't get rehearsals, table reads, or mocks. You just go and you walk around like an idiot and you talk and you say things and they follow you. Now, listen to me. The guy or the girl that was in your uh, court, did you say guilty or not guilty? Oh, they, they, I think they threw out the case, if I remember correctly. I think they just, oh. it was one of those things where they just pled guilty or something because they saw the jury was about to be chosen. And then so it was a waste of, your, waste of your time. Totally. Yeah. I hate that. So, then when, yeah. Go ahead. Then when, go I ahead. Got, then when I got to the table read, I, I saw Jennifer sitting there and I had known Jennifer back when I was in New York. I had spent eight years in New York City and working in the nightclubs and restaurants and stuff. And so Jennifer used to come in as a young uh, comedian who was doing improv and stuff with the groundlings, I believe, um, or some, some place that was doing stand up in New York. And, uh, and so we knew each other sort of briefly back in New York. And it was so it was such a pleasant thing to see that we were paired up in the film. It was great. It's, it's very nice working with friends. I work with friends and I enjoy it a lot. Now, uh, 68 years ago, I started in clubs in New York on stage Imagine 60, I can say 68 years ago. That's so sad. But what, what clubs, He's 80. What it clubs, feels like 68 years for me, too. Well, what clubs did you work in? I mean, you, you came way after me. but I was uh, in 1983, 84, 85, at like in my mid-24, uh, I think. I was 24 years old. I was the head doorman at Limelight Nightclub. Oh, we used to go there. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, I was the guy that I was the douchebag outside that was didn't let anybody that, in. Didn't let anybody in. Oh. oh, you were the guy I punched out. I remember. Oh, I, I was punched out quite often. There was there was a lot of dangerous. I betcha. I betcha. Um, yeah, and also what was kind of cool was Chaz Palminteri was my bouncer. Oh, yeah. oh, that's so cool. Is that a movie for real? For two, that was, That's real. For two oh, years. Chaz. It was before. It, Chaz used to stand there all night long and we used to um, play games with people. He used to pull out big wads of cash every once in a while. So everybody in the crowd that was waiting would get right. the idea and then start pulling out cash to give us and then go in and pay again on top of it. But right. so we would do that. But then he would start talking. He would tell us stories all night long. These Bronx tale stories. It was fantastic. Ch Chaz is wonderful. He is totally uh, a hitman, but not really. I mean, he was born to be a uh, wise guy. Totally no. born to be a wise guy. Totally. I mean, he could never be anything else. And it, yeah, you're, you're right. A huge-hearted guy, super sweetheart of a guy. I know him from uh, friends of mine in New York, and I was at, uh, I forgot where, a club one night, private club, and Chaz was there. And, and he for about 20 minutes, he took over the table. And yeah. we were peeing in our pants because yeah. he has a funny delivery. Yeah. His delivery is not a comic. Well, he's delivery. a New York guy and he's always telling well, stories like he, that. He, he delivers a joke like a hit man. I can't explain it. Yeah. It, it. He's just a fun guy. The other bouncer that I had too, this is, this is uh, funny that you brought up the club scene because the other bouncer I had at Limelight was Dolph Lundgren. Oh, wow. How oh, cool is know, that? Dolph. We know him too. <laughs> and his name then was Hans. We didn't know him as Hans, my, though. My, my, my <laughs> he was dating Grace Jones at the time. My daughter, Leslie, won Power's Top Model of the Year at Lime uh, Light. 
and she walked that big runway, and I was so excited. It's the first time I ever saw my kid do anything like that. But I used to hang out. I went to uh, Shirley, Shirley uh, uh, what the, f I, I'm, I'm getting old. My good friend who I love, the crazy one that thinks she's from another planet, Shirley McLean. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Shirley McLean's birthday party. That was a trip. I had to tell you, that was a trip. So actually, too, though, I because uh, I'm a publicist is how I support myself. And uh, so Grace Jones's brother, Chris Jones, is like one of our clients. He's a nice well, guy. He's a nice guy. So cool. It's a guy. small world and six degrees of separation. Hey, can, he get, can he get his sister to come on our show? Oh, I don't know. I don't... Did you ever ask him? No. Well, why don't you ask him? I, I love it. It's Grace. funny talking about Chaz Palmentary, too, because he just messaged me on Twitter because I asked him if he'd like to come on the show the same way I asked you. And so he sent me uh, his email. Oh, Chaz? Yeah. Chaz is a fun guy. The, the the restaurant that we were in was called. It was the guy died. He had a brain tumor. It, uh, what was it? It was I forgot. Anyway, it. I want to I want to do some, I want to do some bragging for Bruce real quick before we keep talking. So first of all, as you guys have seen him in a ton of things, one of the big things Kyle XY was a great show. Um, I I don't it was only on two seasons, right? Was three. it two three seasons? Three. It was a great show. I loved it. Um, some of the people he's worked with not including some of the ones we'll talk about. Kevin Costner, Bruce Greenwood, Carrie Ann Moss, Luke Wilson, Linda Gray, Reese Witherspoon, Selma Blair, Victor Garber is one of my favorite, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, Ethan Embry, Annabeth Gish, Tyler Hoke. Ho How do you pronounce his name? Hoekland? Hecklin. Hecklin. He's Superman, you guys, on TV. Bruce Campbell, Sally Field, Regina King. There's a whole bunch more because I have them written next to the little things that he's, he's been in. But some of the uh, TV series you've seen him on, Weed, CSI Miami, Bones, Beverly Hills 90210, which is a big one for me, Star Trek, Enterprise, Diagnosis Murder, Desperate Housewives, NCIS, NCIS LA. And you also are in a shit pot of video games and animated series, and you're like in everything Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I actually played Batman on a for three different three years in a row, actually, on commercials for. Oh, OnStar. you're working all of this work. You must have a lot of money. Oh wait, so wait, wait. I'm not finished. So when you take Adrian out to dinner, take her to a nice place. <laughs> you can afford it. So hang on, go back. So I didn't understand what that was. So OnStar is like the car service thing, right? OnStar. Yeah, these were commercials. These were national commercials, and it was a big deal because DC Comics had to cast me. Andrew Davis, director of The Fugitive, directed the the first one and then vincent ward did the this second batch of them but we did nine commercials total and uh, i got to work with michael goff the alfred i wore michael keaton's suit it was a huge deal i got to ride in the batmobile and it was, it was really cool it was between I, 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 it was the era between uh, clooney and bale i think that's wait, wait, awesome now that i look at your face closer because i'm i'm having cataract surgery tomorrow in my right eye i swear to god no joke and i don't see too hot but now that you come closer, I know your face and I know who you are. I've seen you. I've seen you work. Thank You're you. good. He's been in things with all kinds. He did a movie called Just Desserts. No, I know. I know. With him. Laura and Holly. We're friends with their dad. I know who. Brenda Vaccaro. I know, but I'm bringing Brenda, it up because it Brenda matches. Brenda, I love. Brenda, <laughs> I was on Sarah with Brenda for uh, uh, 14 episodes when she did Sarah on uh, Universal. I love Brenda. Brenda Vaccaro is my Wait, wait go back, though. I want to talk about Batman. Cause, wait like, a minute. Did you love Brenda? I uh, didn't work with her personally. I wasn't oh. on set with her at the same time. Oh, what a, same what, what a shame that is. She's a sweetie pie. He also did a couple of episodes of Bold and Beautiful, and we've literally had like 40 people from Bold and Beautiful on the cast. And uh, the one we like, do you know Sean Kanan? No. Uh, he's, but he's, soaps are the hardest, <clears throat> hardest work, hardest working actors in show business, I think, on soaps. And people oh, make yeah. fun of them and they, they no. joke about soap work and how it's melodramatic. That's just the, the way it's written. But 
<clears throat> but it's the hardest work I've ever done. I was talking to Tristan Rogers, you know who he is. And I said to him, you know, I have such trouble at my age now with lines. And Tristan is maybe five years younger than I am. And he said, well, I'm still pretty good. He said, I could still remember 40 pages. Yeah. And I looked at him. I said, what the fuck are you crazy? 40 pages? <laughs> now, now, get this. It's, get it's, it's, 20, it's 25 to 35. Yeah, that 40 pages is a lot. But twenty when I was working, 25 to 35 pages every single day because it's a new show every day. But not only that, it's a very stylized way of writing. And you're saying basically the same information tomorrow that you said today, but it, it's kind of scrambled it up and make it little sound a little different. So it doesn't sound completely repetitive, but it's right. for, so that people, the fans at home can catch up if they missed a few shows. So you're basically regurgitating the same thing, saying it different ways. It's very difficult. Well, I, I think I've been asked, I'm not sure yet, but I've been asked to be on Studio City, which is the new major uh, big shot soap and I'm a little nervous because if they start throwing 35 pages at me, they're going to be very unhappy <laughs> with this actor. Because Not I'm, only that, they, uh, that once you, you get the first take under your belt, uh, well, if you mess up the first time, I should say, they start looking at their watches and going, okay, uh, you got one more. If right. you don't get one more, we're going to move on without you. Right. That, that's yeah. So now was that really hard? Not, makes you feel good. Was that yeah. hard for you? And do you still have trouble remembering now that you're like not as young as you were when you did hey. Golden the Beautiful? Uh, do you still have trouble like we're learning lines, or it's still real simple for you? It's it's learning lines for me is simple uh, once you do the work, once you apply what you're trying to do in the script with it. Uh huh. Once you apply your intention for every single line and every single beat and every single moment, the words kind of lock in. That's that's why you have to do the work. You can't just memorize the lines and then go to set and then just kind of walk through. Oh, you have to do the work. Yeah. I remember all of my lines two days after we finished shooting. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Which I, is I, like, I, I can tell you all my lines I shot last week, but a day before I couldn't give you one. Now figure that one out. It's called so I, I picked out those certain things that you you've been in because we have a lot of friends who've been in them. Like you did a movie called Rays with Zoe Bell, who's a friend of mine. Adrian Wilkinson's been on our show. Zoe Bell's been on our show. I Doug love jo both of them. Doug Jones. Adrian. Doug Jones has been on oh, our show. I love Doug. Love Adrian, Doug to pieces. Is Adrian not the new Audrey Hepburn or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adrian is a lovely, lovely I human love being. Adore her. She is absolutely the classiest broad I've ever met. We went to a red carpet like event, and everybody and all the girls were dressed in like little teeny skirts they and stuff. They look like hookers. And they all looked yeah. like hookers, and it was they had, like no, they had their tits jacked up hanging. And out. everybody was going to wait. They had clip covers on for skirts. I know my story. You always steal. I'm not nobody. stealing your story. That's my story. <laughs> so anyway, nobody. we went there and. We uh, so everybody it was like a, a networking thing where everybody networks I with each other. commented to Jimmy, they all look like hookers, and then suddenly there was this magnificent girl with her hair up in a twist and in a red gown, elegant. And I said, now that broad's got class. And we walked over to her, and I began speaking to her, and we fell in great friendship right away. Now she's fabulous. Continue. No, she's fabulous, and uh, always elegant, always sophisticated. Every time we see her, she's all dressed always up like well like a Hollywood movie star. Yeah, yeah, she's got Audrey, that class. Audrey Hepburn, I'm telling you, she's like another Audrey Hepburn. Did you ever meet Audrey Hepburn? No, never met. Me, me I met a lot of people, but I've never met Audrey. I know she's one I never met. I never met Grace Kelly either, who I love both of them so much. They were my favorites, Grace and Audrey. But Zoe's, Zoe's a special person, too. Zoe is awesome. Do I know Zoe? No, you don't. No, I, don't I do. Um, she was on the show before you were on it. And okay. she's also – I have a video series called Jimmy Stars the Shit, and she's, like, on it, like, uh, saying, hey, I'm Zoe Bell and Jimmy Stars the Shit because I used to promote myself in 
in unusual ways. So wait, and, I got uh, I got to get dirt here. Okay. So you're married now, right? Um, so heading towards. But you're ending, in America. Ending it, yes. Yeah, but right. But legally, I'm married. Yes. So is she going to clean you out or what? Oh, don't talk about that. Well, I got to know for Adrian. She doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to go out with a guy that's broke. I mean, you know, she wants to go out with a guy that's going to have fun. Oh, I'll know, have fun. Do they do- he doesn't look like he really no, like needs any help. No, no. I, I don't think I don't think the courts do that. Anymore. All the girls in the chat room are dying over him. Wait, I, I don't think the courts do that anymore where they clean a man out. They stopped that crap a long time ago. Now they make it pretty fair, I think. Well, yeah, it's a 50-50 state. If not, we could always call Chaz and he could have a kill. (laughs) And then you don't have to pay anything, right? There you go. The ladies in the chat room, by the way, absolutely love you. uh, And they're all talking about how handsome and how wonderful you you are. Do you have children? I do, too. What kind? What kind? Human beings. No, I mean, boy, boys good, or, good answer. I mean, boys or girls. I have one of each. My daughter's uh, Isabel is twenty-five, and uh, my son is twenty-one. Nick, you got old kids. Now, did they follow in your footsteps? Uh, no, no. Nick is a musician. Uh, Isabella is uh, art history major and working with some high-end. Uh, so she's starting a company of her, her own right now. Good for her. I, I, very I, proud I, of her. I love that name. I almost named my daughter Isabella because Isabella in Italian means uh, she's beautiful. That's what Isabella means in Italian. And I that's a lovely name. Is she beautiful? She is. She, yeah. She is, well, you're good looking. Was your wife good looking or is she a dog? She's, yeah. she's be- no, she's beautiful. So then the kids come out beautiful. Yeah. yeah my, my kids are beautiful too. My one daughter looks like Michelle Pfeiffer or Grace Kelly, and the other one looks like um, kind of um, – uh, what's the name? The one in the, that was in the bus that ran away that we love her, the brunette. Actress. Oh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm old. I forget <clears throat> names. That's okay. So let's talk a little bit but about cute. <laughs> how video games. So how did you get into video games? Wow. And like, do you do just voices in them or do you just do voices in them or do you actually like, are you like a character on a green screen where you have to like move around and fight and shit? Well, it's not green screen. It's a thing called motion capture um, okay. where I wear the suit with all – you're going to love this. All the balls all over it. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, it's great technology. And I got into it about 10 years ago. I was in a, I was in a bar. Imagine that in no, L.A. Shocking, shocking. And it was uh, – and I was hanging out. And, when, and, and a guy came up to me. His name is Jamie Mortolaro. He's a big uh, voice casting director um, and a director in his own right. Uh, cast some big games and he was casting a huge one at the time. And he said, what are you doing? And I said, well, and at the time I had just started wanting to get into voiceover work. And so I had a whole setup at home with microphone and stuff. So he said, Hey, I've got uh, something coming up in the summer. You're absolutely perfect for anyway. Gave me his card. Long story short, months went by. I didn't hear from him. The usual. Then I get a call out of the blue, come down, read this, send it in. I did a couple more months went by nothing. Finally get another call. Come down to uh, the studio down in Santa Monica and some people from Microsoft want to meet you. So it's down to uh, um, you know 20 of us or so up for this lead character in, in, in Halo. It was the new Halo at the time, which is one of the biggest video franchises in history. Yes. And I got cast. So I ended up doing a year and a half's worth of motion capture and did the voice. But then when Microsoft released the game to some young 12, 13, 14-year-old gamers, they had gotten used to the voice that had always done Master Chief. And his name is Steve Downs, and he's fantastic. Great guy, great performer, iconic voice. 
long story short, because they didn't want to scare the fans away by hearing my voice instead of his, we ended up making it a two-part performance where I do all the physical capture of the character. So everything you see him do, I do. And Steve comes in later and lays his voice over what I've done. The performance that I've given, he sort of matches that with his voice. Now, is it true they really pay well? Because I know a couple of voiceover people, like Barbara Rosenblatt, who does that's all the audio books. That's books, and he's doing games. His is way yeah, better. Yeah, she makes a fortune with audio books. Now, I heard that these games, they pay very well. I'd like to get in one if I could. They do. They do. They pay they well. They do pay well, right? They're not like some of the so movies. So, on, let on. me let me brag a little bit. So, here he's got, he's in Halo 4. You guys, if you're a video game person, Halo 5, Guardians, Batman, Hush, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy, I think that's 13. Uh, Gears of War, Judgment. I mean, those are like all, every one of those is like, you're not in like any like hokey, like little crappy games. Those are all really big ones. All big ones. Yeah, I've just got, we just had a brand new Gears Gears of War uh, game called Gears Tactics, which I'm on one of three lead characters in. It just came out in April. Um, I've got another one that I'm finishing up that I can't mention, but it's another big, big, big one. And I'm the lead character in that. Uh, and then... Well, a brand new Halo just was announced. It won't be out till the fall, but Halo Infinite is the new one. So, yeah, things are cooking. So do you have a different agent for, for that kind of work, or is it the same agent that does everything? Different agent. I have a, a, an agent that's uh, exclusively voiceover. Okay. that's now, how, So hang how, on. Let me finish. Do you know TJ Storm? I know who who is. Yeah. Okay, because he's a pretty good friend of ours too, and we and he does all that motion capture. He I don't know if he's in video games, but he does it in all the movies. He's like the Predator and Godzilla and. Yeah. No, he and, he's and, doing um, video games too. Well, oh, okay. Tootie for you, you're such what? a big shot. Listen, how far <laughs> do you live from Studio City? I used to live in Studio City. That I no longer have that house for very for obvious reasons, but um, I'm now in Woodland Hills. <laughs> Woodland Hill, so you're not far from Adrian because she lives in <laughs> Okay, you gotta quit with the Adrian thing. Mind your fucking business, Jimmy. If I if I get them together, you know how nice it is. I love Adrian, and he's a nice guy. They'd be nice together. So you know, he's, he's gonna be lonely now without a wife. No, he's not. He's gonna Look go out with all these twenty one year old no, broads with big tits. I'm doing fine. And yeah, he's not having any problems. No, because now you ha- you're forced to go out with all these young sluts. No. You <laughs> Go easy. He doesn't know you. <laughs> I feel like I know him. He knows Chaz. I feel like I know him already. Right. If you like Chaz, you're going to like me because Chaz and I have big mouths the same from Brooklyn. He's the Bronx. I'm Brooklyn. So but hang on, you guys. Here's quite some... seriously now, kidding around. What sort of a woman would you look for if you were out there shopping? Uh, you know, I'm I'm numb right now. I, I, I don't I, um, I know, not I... even on my menu. I was divorced from a woman. I was married 16 years, a big mistake. Although two children came from it, which live here in Palm Springs, and they're wonderful. Um, but I know the numbness yeah. that, that that is. And it doesn't last long. You know, you get horny, and then the numbness sort of stop goes away. That. What do you mean, stop that? What are you blushing? What are you, a big girl? No. I don't, guys, this is man talk. I know it's different, though, because, like, he does, you know, when you bring people on here that we, like, hang out with, and they're famous, and then it's they come on here. Body. I know, you but... me? We're looking in in we're blushing we're, Sherman we're Oaks. looking in Sherman Oaks. You're next door in Woodland Hills. Well, hang out. We'll play golf. <laughs> I do play golf. He doesn't. I know. <laughs> so you guys, another I play movie. With myself a lot. Another person that he's been in the uh, uh, in movies. You guys, he was in the movie Hall Pass, a great comedy with Owen Wilson, Jason Sudeikis, Christina Applegate, Jenna Fisher. I mean, do you have like a project that's one of your favorite or the one or one that you Meanwhile, think puts you work wait, with everybody I love? Or, or one that yeah. put like uh, on the map 
because you have such a great you know body of work you have you're one actor who hasn't done had to do a lot of shitty horror movies you got army of excuse darkness excuse me what's wrong with <laughs> shitty horror movies army of darkness uh, you know army of darkness and i think i saw another one about a babysitter that was a horror movie maybe babysitter wanted yeah that was a that was a unique little movie where i kidnap babysitters young girls and make them feed raw meat to my six-year-old son and then i kill them i know don in the chat room is saying that she loved it <laughs> and I, I know that you are dying to get back into horror films for a hundred dollars a day yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a nice payday actually uh yeah don told me to tell you she loves that movie she thought it was fabulous thank so, you don do, do you watch do you watch horror movies at all no, I've got a couple of friends who have a company. Well, Elijah Wood and Daniel Noah um, uh, started a company, Spectre Vision, and they they do some really high end horror films. Um, they're really really into it. I, I I never I never really that wasn't my thing. I, I appreciate them, but I, I it's not something I seek out. It's not my thing, and I don't even like them. And I'm in them. You know, I don't like uh, arms being torn off like. You know, in the big friggin' rat that I'm in, a, a rat, a huge rat the size of a Volkswagen supposed to rip us to pieces. And I don't really care for that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, I think it's bad for young kids to see all that oh, gore I and blood. It. No, it makes them very uh, numb to uh, people being harmed and hurt. So hold on, because I'm like an 80s person. That's why I keep bringing... I, Wait I, a I minute. Keep... Now I'll never work another horror film again. I guarantee you that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're in... what I just said. No, you're in them anyway. You like love it. So give us some kind of scoop. So how was it? You were in, I think, four episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. That was the good one, not the remake that they did. Oh, that was fun. That was, a, that was the good old days. I, that, this is, uh, the the storyline I had was I was Michelle Phillips's um, love interest. Okay. Um, at Mamas and Papas fame, the blonde from the Mamas and Papas. Yes, I know exactly. Who Fantastic is. woman and party. Gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Yeah, and so I got to make out with her. Which what didn't cool. wasn't she wasn't she Steve's mom like Ian Ziering's mom or something, something like yeah yeah I, I think I she was Ian Ziering's but, mom I think uh, and then so and so Tiffany Amber Thiessen played her daughter and then in the show I ended up also making out with her. So I was a oh, yeah. I what love Tiffany Amber what, what a pity they forced you to make out with Michelle. <laughs> I mean, I would have said, no, that's not going to be in the script. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, making out with Michelle is really hard work, you son of a bitch. I mean, give me a break. That was, actually, a, good, that was a good old days. Actually, oh, yeah, Tiffany you bet Amber they were good old days, too. kissing Michelle. They were damn good old days. We were actually at NAM uh, before all the COVID thing in January of this year, and, and uh, we were th- throwing an event and uh, uh, Brian Austin Green was there, and so we got to hang out and talk to Brian Austin Green. And I'm just a huge Beverly Hills 90210 fan, um, and I always have been. All those Melrose Place, all that, all those trashy yeah. soap operas from the 80s, I love all of them. Spelling. A gossiping girl. I am, though, because I like soap operas, and in the daytime, I, I couldn't watch them. So, like, those nighttime, so Dynasty, all that stuff, Dallas, all that stuff was fun for me. I liked all of it. Anyway, you said that you kissed Michelle. That was a big deal. Well, I got you beat. I got a kiss from Sophia Loren in a movie I was in. Oh, so there you go on, you got, my, yeah. on, on well, my cheek. Of I don't course. know if it's beat. It's two different, completely different kind of. Yes, well, <laughs> and you know, yours was on the lips, and his was on the cheek. She, <laughs> she kissed me on the cheek, but um, I, okay, I, I have a Sophia Loren story as well. So oh, when I was about I love 20, her. stay nice about her. I love her. Oh, it's great. It's it's great. Uh, I was when I was, I was very young. I was 21 years old. I happened to be friends with um, Drew Barrymore and her mom um, from it was one of the very first films I ever did. I just happened to um, get really close with those two. And when I came out to California one time, I was 21 years old. They said, 
we're going to go have lunch at Sophia Loren's house. And I went, well, so I got there. Carlo Ponti was there. We had a couple other people that showed up. We had lunch, beautiful, beautiful place in Santa Barbara. Lunch, after lunch, I sat down and, and Sophia was really into, I don't know if you remember this, but she was really into reading poems and stuff like that. So she would, she sat me down and she, she showed me her poem and there was a, a bunch of asterisks on the inside of like little lines that formed asterisks, all little stars, she called them. And she said, that shows, that showed me and that shows you that I was born to be a star. And, and I was looking won. at my, I was looking at my hand and I said, oh, I have one. <laughs> And she looked at my hand and she goes, you have a very nice imagination, darling. Uh, that's something, you know, I was on the set with Sophia. So, of course, we were working. I was a soldier and I was not allowed to go over and talk to Tab Hunter, Sophia Loren or George Sanders or Barbara Nichols because they were the stars. So, they, you know, those days they told you you can't go there. You have they tell to you that now, too. Well, I told them to go fuck themselves now. But that, back then <laughs> I wanted to be in the business. So I ate shit for a while. But anyway, I. I'm a, I'm a Brooklyn guy. I snuck over and I sat in George Sanders seat because he wasn't shooting that day. And I started speaking Italian to her and she loved me. She said, you know, your Italian is as bad as my English. <laughs> and and I think you're Carino. Carino is like sweet and like nice. And one of the guys came over. They said, hey, soldier, beat it. You can't sit next to Sophia. And Sophia looked at him. She said, no, 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 no. Let him stay here. It's OK. And we became friendly. And she, I was 19 years old. I was like, I looked 10. You know, she liked me like a little boy. And the fact that I was Italian and spoke Italian. And three days, shoot, we shot Central Park and we shot Grand Central Station. And when the film was over, I went over to her and I said, it's a wonderful pleasure to have known you, Sophia. I will remain your fan forever. And she said, come here. And she kissed me on my cheek. She said, mm. Cardo, Cardo, dear, dear. Well, I went home. Forget about it. Everybody <laughs> in my neighborhood, I said, screw all of you. Don't ever touch the face. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia Loren kissed me here. They said, hey, you're full of shit. You're not even in a movie. I said, oh, really? You don't think so? Wait till it comes out. Well, the movie came out and I stacked that the theater with all my friends. Guess what? It's the opening of the movie with the titles running. <laughs> and you see Sophia and Barbara walk past me and me like a schmuck jumping up and down waving. But anyway, that's my Sophia story. I love her. She was a dear, sweet woman. Uh, and she was 26 years old at the time. Wow. Yeah. So this is 1959. I was a great boy. memory. So I actually oh, yeah. ha I have a, f a fan question for you because Dawn is like freaking out, loves you. She says, if you wanted anyone to watch one of your movies, what, what was the movie that you would want people to watch if they could only watch one? Good question, Dawn. Uh, probably. Oh, either, well, uh, hard question. Probably either either Hall Pass or Legally Blonde. Um, that represents me pretty well. Uh, Hall Pass <laughs> represents who I am more than Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde was fun because the director just said, go for it. Let's uh, let's have some fun with it. And, I really like that movie, and I remember it, your performance, and you were good. You're a it, good it was written to be just a hunky, like good-looking UPS guy, and the the fact that Jennifer and Reese were crazy about me. But then when we got on the set, and I turned it around, and I said, "What if I'm the one that's smitten with her?" And the director said, "Let's try it. Go for it." See, that's how I've talked to be earlier about working with the director. Now, they you, love it. You are a hunky, sexy guy. Now, if you were Italian, you'd be more hunky and sexier. <laughs> Since you're German, we lost a few points. <laughs> but, you know. So, wait, I have a question. Like, because, like, I'm a. Oh, wait, big... I have a question. Okay, go ahead. What female star you worked with did you really ever have a crush on? Uh, well, 
Little, well, she's married. I can't really. Well, that doesn't not, matter if she's not, ma- having not, a crush. Doesn't mean crush. that's happening. That's just yeah. a crush. I had a little crush on Jenna Fisher in Hall Pass. Um, oh yeah, she's cool. <laughs> but also going back to the Silk World, uh, it was weird. Michelle, right? Susan <laughs> Lucci. I worked with Susan Lucci. Oh, oh I hate her. <laughs> She was a wonderful human being, though. No, she's, she wasn't. She was Erica's not a very likable character. No, she, is, she was my neighbor in Garden City when I lived there. She lived right up the hill from us. My daughter, Deirdre, and her daughter were schoolmates and friends. Susan Lucci was the most snobby. Okay, be broad. nice. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Susan Lucci. She snubbed the hell out of me in Garden City. She was very much the grand dame star. Uh, she would go food shopping and in a tight jumpsuit with spike heels and her nose in the air. And you'd say hello to her. She'd just walk right but by. But see, that's his crush. Oh, well, she but, had to look. She had to be nice to me because she had to look in my eyes every day. So, okay. Yeah, know, but, <laughs> oh, if you were going out with her, I'd jump her and go back with the other one, with Adrian. <laughs> no, Susan Lucci was a very uh, affected woman. She was totally a star. Another in- incredible human being, uh, incredible woman. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. No, it's okay. I, I did enough dirt on her. Um, was Christina Applegate. She's an, a, a, oh my gosh. wonderful, sweet, wonderful human sweetie being. Sweetie pie, sweetie pie, sweetie pie. You really have like had a, a phenomenal career. So go go bucket list. Well, wait a minute. I got to get down to nitty gritty. No, no. When you worked with Adrian, what was that like? We haven't discussed she was, uh, she was in Halo. Yeah, I she know played, that. She played a doctor in Halo. And so you had scenes with her? Yeah. And she had to wear one of those tight little outfits as well. And she was she was incredible. She was a sweetheart. And we talked about um the Great Escape or I'm uh Escape from New York, I'm saying I'm saying should say great movie. Yeah. And yeah, she, she was she was she was appreciative of all of her she was I think she was mar- married then. She was probably, you were married, so you couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But now you're single. You should call. So hold on. So I'll go back to me. So but well, I wanted to talk about Batman, but bucket list. Okay, so you've already worked with so many like great A-list people. Uh, so on on a bucket list, if there's a male and female actor that you haven't worked with yet that you would like to have an opportunity to work with, who who might they be? And then my other question that I like to ask is, if you could have ever been in any movie in history, uh, what movie would you have liked to have been in? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, well, a uh, bucket list for me, uh, as far as genres go, I've never done a Western, and so I'd really like to be I, – I think I'm getting to that age where I'd really be an effective – like a, you know what I want to do? I want to remake Gunsmoke. I think I'd be a good Matt Dillon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You would be a good Matt Dillon. I like that. Okay, yeah. and who haven't you worked with that you would think that would be fun to work with, that you'd like to work with? God, there's so many. I think yeah. – uh, you know, if, if part of it is uh, what's going through my head right now is I, I know so much about I, I've heard so many stories about what kind of people they are as well. So you kind of have to that bleeds into right. whether or not you want to work with them. Right. Um, but uh, no prima donna. No, I happen to know I happen to know George uh, tangentially through Clooney, through some uh, some of his his closest pals. So we're we're not texting buddies or in, by any means, but I happen to know him socially a little bit or used to. Uh, he would be fun to work with just because he's so much fun and he's a good guy. And, and uh, he's a nice fella. He's a very nice man. Yeah, that would be one. Diane Lane would be another one. Uh, I love now Diane Lane. Cooking. Now you're cooking. Now <laughs> yeah. you're cooking. Love Diane that Lane. That would have been my choice. I'm yeah. crazy about her. When I saw her in that movie, when she shot it in Italy, I felt Tuscany, under, the, Tus- Tuscan under sun. the Tuscan sun. I fell madly in love with her. I thought her character was absolutely the most adorable, sweet kind loving have you ever seen the film no oh please oh you have to watch it it's very good under the tuscan sun you will love it 
Yeah. You absolutely love I it. Remember, I remember seeing, I know what it's about. I remember it's seeing it. It's one the of the most charming films that has ever been filmed. It's a lovely, lovely love story. I'm so happy you picked Diane Lane, actually, because nobody's ever picked her. And I love her. Everybody always picks Meryl Streep, and we're like, can't you come up with something more original? And you know what? Yeah, <laughs> no, I try to stay away from the cliched ones, yeah. too. Although, I mean, how fantastic would that be? Yeah, but wait a second. But Diane Lane let me, let is awesome. Let me tell awesome. you something. Diane Lane is just as good as her. She is. Diane Lane's yes. been around since she's 14 years old. Remember yeah. she made that movie with, what's his name? Uh, the English actor, the, the Shakespearean, Vivian Lee's husband. Uh, Viv- Garment the Wind, Vivian Lee, her husband. Uh, Laurence Olivier. She made oh. that movie with Laurence Olivier at 14 about she and a little French boy run away from home, and they meet Laurence Olivier, who's an older man, and he takes them all through Europe. And she was brilliant in that film. She was wonderful in uh, Unfaithful, too. Yes. Fabulous. Incredible. 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 I don't know how anybody. movie, but she was just so good on top of it. All those emotions. I don't know how anybody could be unfaithful to Richard Gere, though. He's so hot. (laughs) Diane Lane just does not give bad work. She every I know if it's a Diane Lane film, I'm happy because the performance is going to be so good. She's so beautiful. I guess she was so sweet. Was she in the I guess she was in the Outsiders because somebody saying uh, Angela Joseph said Cherry Valance in the Outsiders was her favorite. Which that's a great movie, The Outsiders. So wait, wait, you said you said Gunsmoke. What about a movie? What what's a cool movie that's ever been made in history that you think, oh my god, I would have loved to have been in it? And it can be like a current one, or it can be one like a lot of people pick, you know, like stuff from Turner Classic Movies from back in the day. So it can be anything. Oh God. Do you have that's a favorite good. movie? No, not really. No, I like so many different things for different reasons. Um, Me god, too. What movie would I like to be in? Maybe. Uh, Maybe the alien movies. I don't know. Something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, fun. Me too. I want to be in an alien movie. <laughs> you know, with yeah, Ridley Scott, anything that those favorite. guys do. Yeah, they're awesome. I'd love to be in an, an out of space movie or an extraterrestrial movie. I've never been. I played mafia mostly, gangsters, you know, priests, cops. What else? Uh, boring people. I would love to be an alien or something <laughs> weird. So let's go to Batman for a minute because we got like a, a few more minutes. Let's go to Batman. So like you, you do all kinds of Batman stuff. Uh, you were in. Uh, I know you. It's not. It says uncredited, but Birds of Prey, which was a great series. Uh, well, that that's a mistake that I have yet to get off my resume. Some people, you know, they they question me about that all the time, but that wasn't me. From Birds of Prey. So. Oh. I think that that came immediately following all those commercials I did, and it was it was. I was in Wikipedia with those things, and I think there was an assumption made that was just not correct. Okay, well, how did you get? Are you a Batman fan? First of all, like I'm a Batman. Oh fan. yeah, totally. I have, I, have, I have tons of Batmans in my office. Oh yeah, um, huge, uh, huge Batman. Of all the superheroes, Batman was always the one closest to me because I've always, I've always been drawn to the darker part yeah, like, of being human. I like love that too, and we actually had. Um, we had Antonio Sabato Jr. on the show, and like he collects like everything Batman. He has a room of all yeah, Batman. Wait a minute, I have to say something about Antonio. Everyone, stop crucifying him, okay? So he's a Republican. So what are you going to do about? He's it? a nice guy. He has a right to be a Republican. Yeah, he, absolutely. He's an American, and in America we have choice. Yep. Stop crucifying him. Yep. Because he stands up for he's, Trump. He's like the he nicest guy. He is a guy. lovely, wonderful, kind, sweet, dear man. And I really like and him And you should see his Batman you. collection. You should see his Batman collection. No, they're really crucifying like, him. you got to see what they're doing. It's terrible. 
anyway, so how did you get into inv- how did you get cast as like in all these like Batman things? Because you're well, in like video games and animated series. I think you're Commissioner Gordon. I think in one of them, right? Um, three of them. I've I've done Gordon three times now. Uh, Batman Hush was the last one. We went to Comic Con with it last year. I definitely, blast. Know, I definitely know who you are. Lose the beard. I don't like the beard. He, he doesn't you. have a beard. I don't have a beard. Okay, it's my. When's your surgery? Tomorrow Tomorrow. morning. (laughs) No, it's six in the six thirty in the morning. See, I think he's got a white beard on his chin. See, I don't see. Oh no, and he doesn't. I'm sorry. He looks like a supermodel. I could see his features are good looking. I could see the face, but he. Wait, wait. When you were in Models Inc., were you like a model, or were you dating one of the models? What did you do in your episode in Models Inc.? That was so long ago. I don't even remember the character. Oh, okay. Did you do any remember. modeling when you were younger, though? Because you looked like you could. I did for a split second, and I hated every second of it. I hated modeling because there was nothing right? to do. It was just I stood there, and I felt so self-conscious, and I felt like an idiot. They were just pointing the cameras at me, and I had nothing to do except <laughs> sit there and try to look pretty, and that's really embarrassing. It is. So I hated it. I walked away from it after six months, and I just said, I have to, I have to do something where I'm active for him. I did a layout for Sears and Roebuck when I was 17. And I swear to you, the guy kept pinning the crotch of my pants for two hours. And I was very upset and annoyed with that. And I didn't like the idea that they thought that because I was a beautiful young boy that they could assault me or whatever me. And I quit because most young fellas say yes. I I didn't because I was a boy and I didn't understand all that shit yet. I hadn't met Jimmy, so I was straight. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm straight. Jimmy's gay. Yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> my, my husband. I'm straight, but my husband's gay. Like wait, wait. Go back to the Batman thing, though. So, how did you actually get involved oh. in all the Batman stuff? Um, there's a wonderful voice director who's retired now, called Andrea Romano, who is just the the most beautiful human being in that side of show business. Um, and she, I did my first film with her. I've done a dozen of these uh, straight to video kind of cartoon animated superhero Marvel thing, uh, not Marvel, but DC comics. So I did the first one uh, it was green lantern. And I played atrocitous. I played this really nasty man, one of those guys. And so then about, I don't know, a year later, I emailed her out of the blue and I said, Hey, what's going on? And she said, Oh, Oh, I was just thinking about you. You want to come in and play again? And so that the set after the second thing happened, she brought me in to play another. I ended up playing a bunch of villains to answer your question. Okay. Um, and then eventually I got back to playing Commissioner Gordon. But after that second time she brought me in, then it just became a regular thing. And I never had to audition for her. She just booked me on stuff. It was really cool. That was very she, cool. What's your Commissioner Gordon voice? Yeah. Well, he's Same? in Batman Hush. Well, Gordon was pretty much like this. <laughs> he's very close to Batman. He's in, in this one. It's hard to tell between myself and Jason O'Mara sometimes. I we play them very similarly. I'm Commissioner Gordon, but I'm very stoic. And Batman, you can't do that. No, <laughs> Batman. It's Catwoman. Uh, I, I love doing different voices. Watch this. When my hair's pulled back, I look like, <laughs> I look like a guinea killer. Now listen to this. I says to Hardy the other day, "What are you doing over there? Get off of here!" He, he plays yeah, a guinea all the time. I always play that Brooklyn wise guy, killer yeah. guy. Uh, I just killed somebody in another movie a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it's amazing how they really never get me out of character. When I was young, I did a lot of television. If you're you know, good, you're good. You end up doing the same thing over and over because you're good. Yeah, I know, but you get typecast. You become a hood. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I when I was younger, I was did a lot of TV. I did McMillan. I did uh, Ain't Charlie's. I did all of them, and I always wanted to play a romantic lead kind of guy that got involved with a romance. Never. And Charlie's Angels, I was uh, what was I uh, a pimp? Hang on, wait a minute. I wait. was a pimp, I think. I want to go back to him. So, 
So you want to be in a Western? I, 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 I've never seen it before. Do you watch that Kevin Costner show, that new one? Oh, no. At I a Western? Okay. You just reminded me I have to see it because I have a, you know. I want to see it too. I was thinking I though, like. Dave Annabelle is on it and he's a buddy of mine. So I have to go. I heard it's it really good. I heard it's really good. Uh, and I think it's a Western. I mean, they're in cowboy yeah. outfits. So yeah. You should tell your agent to pitch. It's you a modern day show. Western. Yeah. You should get pitched to that one and see. So, so like when you were in 13 Days, did you actually have any scenes with Kevin? I, I, it's one I thing. That you, I, I've never seen that movie. How yeah, I only, I only had scenes with Coster. It was, uh, th- that was a very small part. It was just a playing a doorman who, Coster's uh, character, um, O'Donnell, real life character, uh, came in and out of the White House every day. And he always saw me at the door. I was always the security guard at the White House who let him in and out. So it was just very brief scenes. Uh, the reason I got into that film was uh, Roger Donaldson, the director, is a friend of mine socially. So um, he snuck me in there for, for that. And I got to work with Kevin a little bit. How cool is how, that? How is he to work with? Is he nice? I heard he's a little cool. He's good looking. No, cool, uh, sort of standoffish. I heard that he doesn't he's, really he doesn't socialize much on the set. He that's why I answered the way I did. He's good looking. Cool. Yeah, yeah he's good exactly. Looking. Because, <laughs> no, I have a friend of mine that worked with him, and uh, in fact, he was. And on, we love him. By wait, the way, he was on our show. So no, he's a great artist. Yes, I'm I, not I, saying anything that wasn't said because the actor was on our show. We interviewed him, and I asked him what was Kevin Cosner like, and he said. Stay away from him. You know, let him. He does his lines and he leaves. He's not social. Yeah, but he is a great talent. We love him. Yeah, I and he's a good-looking old man. You know, looking. for an old man, he looks good still, yeah. which is important in our business. Absolutely. So, um, so hold on. So we're going to do some more. Oh, wait, press I want to ask him one more question. Okay. And this is this is an honest answer. I need. If they gave you a starring role in a weekly TV series, would you accept it? Yes. You would. Without reservation. Yes. Oh, I get tired. I couldn't. I would never. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I I'm looking for something. A lot of work. It is a lot of work. Yeah. But, Holy shit! You have no life, Bruce. But now that I have, well, I don't have a life right now, so I'm, I'm looking well, to get, I'm, I'm looking to get my mind preoccupied again. So well, something like that would be perfect. Get, as soon as you get better and you go out with Adrian, you'll have a life again. Of course, she's a very nice gal that likes to have fun, and she's a good cook, and she's a homebody, and she's a sweetie pie. So you have just be her friend, you know. You don't have to actually. Marry. They want to see you as a gnarly cowboy. Too. Yeah. I so we got to try and get you in as a gnarly cowboy and Where's into a good... producers on the in the comment section there. Any producers? No, but I know a whole bunch, so you I'll remember every, that. You know what? I'm I'm 68 years in the business. I know everybody. The dead ones as well. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. Everyone. Jane Russell was my best friend for years. For 20 years, we were brother and sister. In fact, I took her name. And she's gone. Blackwell's gone. Uh, Debbie Reynolds is gone. Joan Rivers. Is, I could go through the whole list of all of my old bag friends. I'm, I'm the I'm one of the surviving people. Julie Julie Newmar and uh, Julie Julie Newmar is older than I, and Terry Moore and Nancy Kwan are the only people left from my gang of old bags. Imagine, and we were quite a group years ago. What a wild group we were. Woo! I bet. Oh yeah, I, I am a. I've got 26 different projects that I'm in different stages of development and producing. And when I get money for some of them, one of them is an actual TV series that, that could, I don't have any Westerns though, but if anything comes my way, I'll remember you. Well, I did a film called um, interference. That's on Amazon prime right now. I think Don saw it. I saw yeah, Don saw it. Cause she like said interference um, and the babysitter one are the two that she picked out. That I think um, I played a guy named Wolf and, and, and I, I really like that character. He's super dark. He's like uh he was about to read. You know, he's one of those classic uh, film noirs where he's about to retire. He's got one last case. It ends up 
involving some of his family. And uh, I could see that guy doing a, almost like a Columbo kind of series. Oh, see, that would be fun stuff. Astro shop. Astro. Astro. Shut up, dog. <laughs> you have, do you have dogs? I have, you have two dogs, yeah. Yeah, we have three red. Once the little one starts, the rest of them start barking. Astro, stop it. Seven pounds of terror. Astro, (laughs) come here. Astro. So anyway, hold on. So um, because we've got we've got another guest that's going to come on now. So what I want to do? Great. Let me tell you something. I'm pushy because I'm from Brooklyn. I'm allowed. Um, You're Woodland Hills. One day, you and Adrian and Jimmy and I will have lunch. Just stop with the laughing. It's going to be. I'm a, I'm a witch. I know, I'm a warlock. I know what's going to be. Uh, we're going to have lunch together. My treat at the deli on Ventura Boulevard. I love that deli. Don told me to thank you also yeah. for following her back on Instagram. We wish you all the luck. You guys follow him on Instagram. He's Mr. Bruce Thomas on uh uh, on Twitter, he's real Bruce Thomas. If anything comes my way, I'll get in touch with you and let you know. Because uh, anytime we yeah, have- I need some followers on Instagram. I'm horrible at trying to get them. Yeah, you guys. Well, so we'll, follow we'll him we'll on Instagram. And everybody out there, this guy is the real deal. No phony, no Hollywood bullshit. He's a regular Joe. So follow his career and support him. Because thank you guys. No, it's true. You're a good guy. If you were a jerk, I would just say thank you for coming on our show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like screw you man. so bruce thank you so much for coming on the show uh, everybody enjoyed it if anything we can ever do for you if you've got anything you want to promote just let me know and we'll bring you back all right thank you, thank you guys thank hey you thank you so much Good luck. bye-bye nice bye. guy absolutely I like, I what a great guy the, i enjoyed this interview a lot hey you guys and he's got great films and i anybody who doesn't like legally blonde you just have to watch it it's the feel-good movie of the year it is so awesome it's so much fun we want to welcome to the chat room dave wait, stars now wait, uk wait, 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 wait. and don't you think he and adrian Barbar would make a good couple i think they would fit nice no what do you think maybe, maybe i think he'd be better with adrian wilkinson she's too young i don't think he's he's not he's like my age oh well then adrian's too old <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll they'll work it out. Uh, I I think the whole thing is fun. I didn't uh, and I didn't even see your text there uh, Angela, so I don't even know what it was for, but uh but I think it would all be fun. I hope everybody in the chat room enjoyed it. There was lots going on, but it was going by too fast for me to read it all. And uh, let's do a quick commercial. Uh, you guys can listen to the Jimmy Star Show every week on our home station of W4CY Radio. We're on from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. We're also on K4HD Radio, uh, which is in L.A., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. You can also see us on YouTube and now on uh, the JSW Television Network on JimmyStarsWorld.com. Um, we also uh, can watch us live on YouTube, but we're also on Twitter, which I don't know if I retweeted today, so I'm going to go and retweet it now real quick. We're also on Roku. Did you say Roku? Yes. No, I didn't. We're on Roku. We have our own little thing there, show thing. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I just retweeted it now um, on Twitter so you can watch us live. Look how fun we look on Twitter live. I love it. Wow. I love it how it says live. <laughs> we're, we're like, we're like doo-doo. We're all over. <laughs> anyway, it was a good interview. I think he's a nice guy. I, I liked him a lot. You know, some actors are great. Some actors stink. Some actors think who the fuck they are and they have attitudes. You know, I like to remind them people pay to see you buddy angela joseph says adrian would be like a cougar <laughs> that wasn't nice angie baby adrian i actually don't know how old he is i know how old adrian is and if you're saying he's your age then i don't, I don't know then yeah. it, it's not gonna work because she's i would just she's, i was just thinking he was probably my age but maybe she, he's not she's a little older than he me. might be younger than me 
well, then that w- certainly wouldn't work because Adrian, I know her age. You know, but l- like today, that doesn't matter. Look at you. You're younger than I am, and I, I act younger than you. That's You're true. the old man. That's true. I married an old man. Trust me, folks. I'm the life of the party. I'm full of energy. This one walks around in a coma. Mm. Oh, see, no. Uh, he's 59, so he's four still, years older than me. He looks still good, though. So she's considerably older than he. Um, but he's a nice guy, and he's a good-looking guy. He was in Models Inc., you guys. That was like my favorite, one of my favorite TV shows in the mid nineties. Could we fix him up at, at single? Oh, I don't know. Not nobody yet. We'll give him a little bit of time to get over everything, and then we'll. we'll yeah, get but it men going. that men that age always go for these young bimbo jerks. Nah, he's not gonna. That that you know screw up your life. They're good for a hump, and that's about it. After you hump them a couple of times, it's boring anyway. Same old, same old. Right, Angie, baby. Oh, she got a big. We need to set him up with Don. Don seems to really like him. <laughs> Dawn, anyway, Dawn, Dawn cries when guys make out with her. Oh, also, <laughs> she wrote that on my Facebook page. Real quick, you guys, let me show you. A couple weeks ago, we had Kenny Wilkerson on. He sent us a copy of his book, Rockin' Recipes for Autism. You can uh, buy the book at rockinrecipesforautism.com. It's a great book. It's got recipes by all your favorite uh, rock stars, uh, people from Ozzy Osbourne, White Snake, Quiet Riot, Stone Sour, Warrant, Poison, Evanescence, Great White, Queensryche. Skid Row, Toto, Dokken, Nova Rex, and many more. Uh, it's a great book. In the, it's a charity book. Uh, it costs twenty nine ninety nine, but the money goes to charity uh, to help uh, an autistic uh, organization that helps kids and people with autism. And don't forget to get Eileen Shapiro's book, Waiting for Adam. Waiting for Adam. She's waiting for Adam to bang her, I guess. I don't know. She's after him for years, chasing him down. She's like a roadie. Anyway, it's a good book. She talks about a lot of rock stars, sex and uh you know more sex and then again more sex and then oh don says she's got a man now so she's good oh good for you good for you don don is super nice you guys follow her on instagram yeah follow angela angela joseph is shared economy us i think on twitter angie could use a man we got to fix you up with somebody they'll say they're waiting for your book yeah sure angie's got about 34 children and she's the mother of the year. So I don't know what guy wants to go out with her or marry her with all those kids. Although he doesn't have to support all those kids if he married her. Angie, would he have to support them? You're self-sufficient. She's self-sufficient. She supports her own kids. She's a wonderful mother. And she's a hard Best mother worker. on the planet. That's why I love her so much. Joe Kelly, too. He's got a kid that he raises. I raised two daughters alone. I know what it's like. It's a bitch. And these people are just yeah. great in my book. Anybody that takes care of their children... Definitely in my book is a fabulous. Oh, Dawn's been married for over uh, 20 years. And Angela says she doesn't need any help. She just needs companionship. (laughs) We don't talk about marriage anymore at our ages. You know, it's it's I don't know why I married this thing, but I guess I needed security. I hear a buzzing sound. Do you hear a buzz? I'm always buzzed. Are you kidding? Yeah. (laughs) I have that thing in my ear. What is it called? When you um, hear the ringing all the time? Oh, yeah, tini- tinnitus. Tinnitus. I have tinnitus. I always hear. That's why people think I'm deaf. I'm not deaf. It's the be- the buzzing that's louder than their voices. That's so so does, uh, what's her name? Sadie Katz. She has tinnitus, too. We both I think a lot of people it. have it. It sucks. I'm used to it. If, only if I mention it and I remember, I can hear it. But other, other than that, I never hear it. 
So what are we going to talk about now? We only have a minute or two. I mean, we could talk about a lot in a minute or two. That's good airtime. Okay, go ahead. Well, we started watching Lock and Key last night, you guys, on Netflix, and I love it. I'm not involved with it. Ron didn't like it, but I thought it was great. I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was repetitive. You know, every room has a little thing. It was was not clever. It was okay. I I expected the writing to be a little bit. Oh, I thought it was great. Well, no, it's kind of kiddish. It's supposed to be, though. It's like a Harry Potter or whatever. Yeah, I know, but I'm not a kid. Oh, well, I loved it. I thought I it was great. I stopped being a kid about 10 years ago. I absolutely like loved it. And we also watched a couple episodes of the Jeffrey Epstein thing. I think that's going to be hilarious. when it. It's not going to really be hilarious, but I'm looking very much forward to finding out how many people go down with that one. Right. Yeah, a lot are going to go down with and it. And then we have so many friends that have so many movies out, and they're sending us links. So we have to watch them and sit through them. Some of them I could turn off because it's a television. But when I go to red carpets, I have to sit there and suffer. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't had red carpets. I wonder if red carpets are even coming back. I hope so. They're fun. I hope so. I like going just so I could see. Angela says watch Animal Crackers on Netflix. Isn't that, is that a kid's film? I think that's a that, kid's that's film. That's Groucho Marx's film, Animal Crackers. Oh, well, maybe it's a Tomo- remake. It's Marx Brothers. Well, she's talking about a current one that just got released. I think oh, they remade week. Animal Crackers? I thought it was a card to kids movie. Oh, no, no, though. no. Animal Crackers. Is that Shirley Temple's gig? Shirley Temple's did Animal Crackers. Animal Crackers. Uh, one of her friends produced it, and uh, it's got a bunch of famous people. But I think it's like a, ki- a cartoon-type movie for kids. Good, good, good. Anybody got any referrals, though, of uh, other good things on Netflix? Because we've been watching different things. Oh, good. That voice, that, that the buzz went away. Yeah. Is Frankie and Johnny coming back? Does anybody know? It's supposed to. I love that show, Frankie and Johnny. And also the Michael Douglas show is great. The Kaminsky Method. The, the Kaminsky Method. I, I mean, there's some really good TV out there. Not much, but you have to surf through all the junk to get to a couple of really good stuff. A couple of good things. Absolutely. Actually, though, Lock and Key, and there's something else uh, they told oh, us to watch. I want to talk about my shirt. Okay. The designs on my shirt you can't see, but they're little dogs and dog biscuits and dog bones. It's my doggy shirt. Isn't it pretty? I like this shirt. So much for my shirt. Now go on, Jimmy. Say something intelligent. Jane Joe wrote, Arctic is a horror comic serial killer starring our friend Jerry G. Angelo. I don't know if it's out, though, or no not. No more killing. No we more had him blood. Out, though. No more guts. Oh, we love that. No more bullets. No more heads chopped off. Please, folks. You notice that they don't do good. All the comics, comedies that come out and stuff, they don't make it because not enough people want that. No, because people today are violent and Tremendous. It's on Amazon Prime, you guys. Arctic, A R T I K. You know, whatever happened to films? Teresa Saban agrees with you, though, too much. Whatever happened to films like An Affair to Remember with Cary Grant and Deborah Carr? I mean, those beautiful love stories of beautiful music, and people felt good when they left. These horror movies with arms flying off and eyeballs hanging out. I mean, that's weird. How, how could people really love to watch another human being disassemble? I don't get it. I don't know either. I'm in them, but I don't. I mean, I'm in them because I know they make believe. But still, I guess a lot of people out there think maybe it's real. Do you think they really think that we get chopped up and become pieces? No, of I think that people blood? just like it. Oh, B. Claudia joined us. Hey, B. How you doing? Where, where were you, little woman? She said she just woke up. Oh, you just woke up? Well, of all the nerve. We had a good first guest, too, B. You missed a good interview, B. As- Astro. 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 Somebody just rode by on a bicycle. Astro. Come over here. Stop that bark. Stop it. That's hilarious. All of our dogs are superheroes. Astro, Shazam. Except for Brandy. Brandy's just a girl. That's hilarious. So, So our next guest is... 
What's her face? And she's fun. And I like her a lot. She's nice. What's her name? I forgot. Tracy Young. Trixie. She should be coming on now any second. So dead air is not good air, my friend. We have to talk we about no something. dead air talk. Well, talk. I'm tired today. Today's not a good day for me. Is it a good day for you? I don't know. I just I, I didn't sleep that good last night. The dogs got me up twice. Yeah, me too. So I, I, I interrupted sleep is not good. And then tomorrow morning, I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and get to the doctor by six thirty so they can do my eye surgery on my cataract. Look at that. Yeah. So tomorrow we're going to be tired too. If I close this eye. I can't see jack shit. Everything is blurry. What a pleasure it's. But look be. how nice you put yourself together because you look beautiful. Look at you guys. Look at his watch. I was watch matches. It's 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 fabulous. Who do you think I am? Some cafona from from the woods? No, I'm a New York City boy, babe, from Brooklyn. Everybody in Brooklyn dresses great. If you didn't, they threw water balloons at you and tomatoes. You'd walk down the street, they go, "Hey, geek," and you get hit with a tomato. So you had to always look good. Yeah. She also says, watch American Warfighter on Netflix. You'll love it. Didn't you watch Travol- John Travolta in that movie about Brooklyn? What was it, that movie that we love? Staying, he does the fabulous Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. That tells how Brooklyn was. Everybody dolled up in Brooklyn in my day. Make sure your haircut was good. Your clothes looked great. We didn't go around with hats and sneakers and sweatshirts that smelled. We dressed up, baby. I still dress up. I can never be a, 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 a slob or a comfort slob. This, to me, is very comfortable. Absolutely. So our guest and, is coming in. And very casual. You know, I used to wear jackets all the time, and I loved it. You look so good in a jacket. Very Cary Grant. Absolutely. We wear jackets all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, now our guest is going to be coming in, you guys. We're working on the studios, letting her in. You know, we're going to get a new one. There we go. Uh-oh. Hey! What happened? Oh, wait, we don't hear you. You have to hit your microphone. Hit your microphone. Let's see. See if you can hit your little microphone thing. Can you hear me? Because the microphone's not on. Can there we go. Can you hear me? Now we, we can, can hear, hear you. you. Yay! Hello, how are you? Why can't I hear you? Hold on. Oh. oh, you know what? Don't use the headphones. Don't use the headphones. Do it over air. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear us? How come she can't hear us? Oh, not more junk, please. Relax. Hold on. Can you hear us? One, two, three, five, seven, nine, ten. Hello. Hold on. She's working on it. Hello, young lovers, whoever you are. Shut up, mutt. Astro. Maybe we have to put them out. A- Astro. Actually, the, the, uh, Astro. hang on. Rebel, you got any advice? Rebel. Astro. And you gotta get violent <laughs> with these dogs. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you. Can, can you, you hear, hear us? us? Can you hear us? No, she can't hear. I us. hear you fine. Okay, good. I can well, hear you. Good, 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 good. You're looking good. You know, I I try. It's not easy with these COVID times here. <laughs> Tell me about. <laughs> thank it. you, thank you. So hold on, we're gonna do a formal introduction now that we know everybody can hear, and everybody in the chat room is excited that they can hear you. So, all right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the Grammy-winning, most notorious, fabulous DJ in the world, Tracy Young. Hello, and welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. So nice to see you both. Yes, it's nice to, to see, see you, you too. Again. Look at you. So that's you, really, a- you really look good. Are you shot up with Botox or wrestling? <laughs> No, that's the problem. <laughs> no, you look good. You I must- got grays coming in. I'm, I can't see. I'm getting, uh, you know, He's haven't getting- done my nails, haven't done my hair. He's getting cataract surgery tomorrow. <laughs> Are you all right? On my right eye. 
Oh, wow. Are you nervous? Not at all. No. What could, what could happen at 80? I could die. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. It's not like I'm 30 and I'm worried about my future. <laughs> Meanwhile, you, you must be in love because you look glowy. You're like you're glowing. Oh, no, I I'm I am in love, but I'm not. Um, glowing. I just, I'm always a happy person. Ask Jimmy. Yeah, I'm like that, too. I'm always I know, happy. I know. I know. You know, I, I feel very blessed. That's all. All the time. Blessings. I like love it. So, that, so first feeling. of all, show everybody. So the necklace you're wearing, that's actually one of those things you put in a 45, right? Yeah. You know, I, I saw a friend of mine gave this to me and it's like my signature. Now I wear my cross and I wear my 45 piece. Yeah. I think I that's so cool. Cause a lot of people watching are probably like not even old enough to know what, what that what's is. A 45 piece. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah, like, no, no, a little record and you, and you put that thing in the middle of it oh, to make oh, it fit. The disc oh, I thought middle. you were playing wrong. Let's go. No. no, no. The disc in the middle of the 45. Exactly. No. I, they so be- I, it's uh, let me get close. Yeah, no, it's yeah, fabulous. They used to come in plastic. Yeah, they were yellow. And no, they came in all colors. All That's different right. colors. For the 45, everybody out there, 45 was a fast play on your phonograph. You guys look like you're on a roller coaster or something. Sitting by you strapped in. <laughs> you're like, put your hands up. <laughs> you gotta like love you're it. like sitting side by side. So we yeah, have we have a chat. Wait, wait, we this, have a chat room full of people. No, Almost I'm it. finish what she said. Uh, okay. This is an electric love seat. The seats go Ooh. up. So that's what we're sitting in. Very comfortable for two hours. We bought hours. it for Christmas. <laughs> and, and for two hours shows, you're sitting on your ass. You know, you gotta be comfortable. <laughs> So we have a chat room full of people, and basically okay. we have the UK, we have uh, Germany, Australia, uh, Canada, the United States, a whole bunch of people represented. Oh, so just, okay. Just, I, I, I can see them now. How is everybody? Hi, Dave. There you go. There you go. B. Claudia. We love B. Claudia. She's oh, fabulous. Claudia. Okay. You got to like Where love am it. I from? I am from Virginia. You really are? Yes. You don't have a southern accent like yes, she does. Virginia. Yeah, accent. I have a little twang, but then I have a little New York, and I have. Yeah, a little, I, hear New, I hear New York. You adapted the New York accent quickly because I don't hear Virginia. I, I and, I'm from New York, so I know New York when I hear it. And now you live in Miami, right? I've been in Miami for 20 years, maybe yeah, a little. I, I only knew you. That's in Miami. I met you. Did I meet you in New York, or did I meet you? No, in- I met you. I actually met you the first time at the uh, at some awards. I don't know what it was. We got. I was with Ozzy Aziz, who was like, a, she had one hit on Billboard, and she's an actress. And we used to pal around together because she was hot, and she would like get us in everywhere that we weren't normally. So, so we'd always get in all these green rooms everywhere. Uh, and so we met you at one of the events because we have a picture of with you and Dave Navarro was there and uh oh my god and P. Diddy, it, was, it was a like a p diddy party so p diddy was there and all these people that's the first time we met you and then i got to know you more and i lived in fort lauderdale because you, you yeah with, that's with how joya, i met you joya yes. bruno and the and the free yeah, video, yeah, oh, the video, the video. yeah we shot the video at my house yeah it was my awesome. girlfriend was mad because joya wanted to kiss me in the video yes and- i remember and I got, I was like, come on, girl, this is, this is Hollywood. Come on, this is big time. I'm in a music video. Come on, let me kiss her. <laughs> now, that, is that the same was girlfriend she, wait, that you have now? She, no, no, don't. Yeah, we don't need to call her out. 
Okay, good. Was she really jealous? Yes, she I was. Thought, yeah, it was silly. Yeah, she gave me a hard time. Yeah, because we shot a scene well, at a night. Joy is hot. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, be- Joy is hot. <laughs> That's oh, true. I, lo- I love Joy. Not only is she hot. She's How amazing. is she doing? She's How is she doing? She's doing she's great. great. We saw her not too long ago with her doggy. We had oh, a great, nice. We had a great lunch. And nice. you know, we live in California now, and so you I guys know. Know. I saw you at the Grammy. That's right, at the Grammy part, one of the awards parties or whatever, which you I won. Congratulations. You I think I met you there. You did. We met. Didn't yeah, you yeah. Have- my hair was a little longer. It was up high. Yeah. <laughs> did you have multicolored hair? No. Uh, well, I no, it was black and red. I, yeah, no, that's oh, yeah. Eileen. You're talking about Eileen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Eileen, I know. I, are you kidding? Eileen, I know her. No, that's why I was making a bad joke. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Eileen is now a sexy blonde. She got rid of Oh, her. she died. Her. I love her, man. She's out of I her love- life. Everybody. She told me to make sure I say hi because she's at the Botox lady that we had on the show last Everybody week's house. Everybody loves her. Everybody. Oh, she's amazing. What, what a heart of gold, right? And, like- and everybody wants to screw her, and she loves that. Really? Oh, yeah. oh you got to see the men. You would not believe she's like a man yeah, trap. Astro, Astro, come here. Astro, oh, doing- my oh, okay. yeah. Yours will start barking too now. Astro, Astro, come here. Um, yeah, Eileen, every guy that meets her wants to ball her. I don't know what, maybe it's those 99Z boobs she's got. <laughs> I know, she's got knockers for days. You gotta like love it. So I love Eileen. So hold on, like let's do some, let's, so let's do some bragging. So we had a great time. We saw her at the Grammy party and then three days later, she won the Grammy. Yay! I finally got it. Oh, look. Yay! Yay! Can you read it? Can you read it? Hang on, hang on. I gotta put glasses on. It says, "No, I can't read it." Something, something. Records. Tra- oh, here we go. Uh, National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences. Tracy Young remixer, best remix recording, 2019. Rise, Tracy Young. I rise. I rise. I rise. Tracy Young's pride. Something radio. Yeah, it's a long. Which, by the way, it's awesome. Like, after you won it, I was on, like, listening to it. I mean, I still can't believe it. I just can't believe it. You have to be, though. You are one of the uh, most, like, down-to-earth famous people I've ever known in my life. Because I'm not famous. Oh, my God. You have 60, over 60 number one hits that you've remixed on Billboard. That's yeah, like- I like being behind the scenes, you know? I, I know, don't- but. But let me tell I'm, you, I'm really shy. If you don't know me, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I know you. People that know me, they're surprised. Like the people that don't know me, they're like, "You're not shy." But I've mastered the art of like working through that uneasiness when I meet somebody. Oh no! Like, cause when we well, saw, let you- me tell you something. If I was a beautiful girl built like a brick shit house, I'd be in love with you. <laughs> You can be in love with me as an 80-year-old man, Ron. No, and I, I would take you away from your girlfriend immediately. Aw, she should share me with you. <laughs> she what? She'll share me with you. No, you really are, though, because you're, you're like very a- beautiful. I was, when that Thank was, you. Thank you, Ron. Now, what are you, Cuban, Puerto Rican, or what? I'm a 100% Anglo-Saxon white bread gringo. Gringo, gringo. gringo. I'm a gringo. <laughs> me too. You're not Latin? No, no, no. I I have a German descent, I guess. My uh, I have a lot of German and Swedish in me. You're kidding. You look Latin. I thought you were definitely Cuban. No, I'm Latin by adoption. 
Like when I moved to Miami, I became like Cubana. I, I, Cubana. <laughs> yeah, like I, I feel like I identify with Latin culture right now. Yeah, and so I also right. identify with New York culture and Virginia. I mean, I don't know where I come from, really, from. No, but your skin is olive. You could be Italian too. You look a little bit like Sophia Loren. Not to make, oh not my to, god, Thank no, you. not not to bullshit, not to bullshit. But she's I'm not, amazingly beautiful. Yes, she was in a very classic way, right? And I worked. Oh, with absolutely, her in a, he worked with her in his in first movie, movie. So I know how beautiful she was. Wow, yeah. what was her sign? Do you know? Yes, I do. Scorpio, I think. That's what I am. <laughs> So hold on. So you guys, when I lived in when I lived in Miami, Tracy Tracy Young, still she still is the DJ. But like she was like the DJ. They used to call her like the queen, like the South Florida queen of nightclubs or something. Like um, she was like the shit. I mean, everybody would go to see her spin. Uh, she and she had residencies at Liquid Club Space Mansion Nightclub Cameo. I mean, those were like the places where like all the like mad famous people would go, and like they didn't even let like regular people in half the time. Uh, if you had to know somebody at the door to get into these places, uh, I was fortunate because Ozzy was hot. She got us into all of them because I wasn't I, I wasn't really that well known at the beginning back then. And You're still uh, not well known. <laughs> Well, I'm more. And it was very, very, it's like very, very cool. So the way that you have, first of all, uh, the way that your career has grown is is freaking amazing. Also, the fact that you're still, you know, 20 years, 30 years later, you're still one of the most relevant DJs on the planet is a, is a true say to your talent and how good you are at what you do. I mean, it's amazing that 30 years has gone by and I've been doing the uh, music. It's a blessing. That's why I wake up, Ron. That's why I'm happy and blessed. I don't know how to do anything else. And and if I was to have to switch careers, I'd be I'd be. I, I will be lost, which I did try to do at one point. And um, what did you try to do as a different career? When technology took over, Jimmy, I was um, I was a little I felt a little down, you know, because, you know, you can live in the past very easy in this business yes. because time goes so fast and technology changes so quickly now. And I. I didn't really embrace it. I didn't know how to use it. And I and I had like this mental block to l try to learn it. Um, I, you know, I was like, I can mix two pieces of vinyl. Who needs a sync button? <laughs> but, to, you know, I, I, uh, I had to get out of my own way, so to speak. And, and now I'm, I went to, you know, I'm open to learning, which is, it's an amazing, it gives you a lot of power because why should we stop learning, at, you know, as older people, you know, I'll be 50 and oh, they just asked how old you are. And I, I, I was like, I don't think I can ask you that. Look, you no, look. no, I'm proud I made it this far. <laughs> you know what? That You're was beautiful. At thank you, Ron. Thank you. 60, 50. She well, she said 50 or 60. 50. 50. Yeah, I'll take 60. I hope I have another 10 years on the planet, Ron. At, at 50, it's okay. You look normal. 60, you would have looked fabulous. 
I don't think you look any older than the first time I met you. The only thing is, like, you used to have more freckles. And other than that, like, you look exactly the same. I I do have a little bit of foundation on, and I don't go in the sun as much because I'm a little, you know, you get a little older, you're a little concerned about. I don't go out at all. I had a big skin cancer. On a personal note, are you married? No, I'm not married. Why not? Um, it just, I have not been asked and I, you know, it's kind of hard to keep compete with my first love, which is music. No, I know that but we fought so hard for gay marriage. And I, um, I think, I think, excuse me. I said, I encourage all gay people to get married. Well, I'm okay right now. I'm okay. Hang on. Like, I want to wait a minute. If she asked you, would you, if she asked you to marry you, would you? Oh, don't even put that out there, Ron. <laughs> um, I, don't, I, I don't know I can't see life without her but um, married like when you grow up gay not being able to get married I think I have a block to it because we could never get married so You're right. You're it was right. never an option now I look at people and I'm like hey I could marry you so you they have to step it up a notch you know <laughs> I dated people and I dropped it a notch because you know, it was a secret. You know what I mean? But now yeah, I can marry you. I gotta I'm... take you home to my parents. Like <laughs> So wait, but... I used to bring boyfriends home to the house and I tell my mother, Oh, this is my good friend from the club and he was straight and I never let on. And it was sneaking around was really difficult back in the nineteen fifties and sixties. <laughs> you weren't even born yet. But back in those days gay... I can imagine though. I mean it was hard in the eighties, right? But you know what the wonderful thing was? If I went in drag when I was like uh, 19, nobody knew I was in drag. People were stupid back then. You could get he away. Looked with- like, he looked really pretty, though. He looked like a girl. Are you really 80? I thought you were joking. No, he's no, really I 80. Really am 80. I'm 80. He's born Ron, in 19. you look fantastic. What are you drinking? <laughs> Nothing. He doesn't drink anything. I don't drink either, but what are you drinking? Water, lots of water, right? Yep, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I curse a lot. Yeah, I curse a lot. That makes you young. <laughs> that, makes, that keeps me young. Saying fuck. What's every, your favorite curse word? Every time I say fuck. fuck Man, I, that's my favorite. <laughs> Ron, what's your sign, Ron? Gemini. Oh, hell no. That two of you. I'm Libra. I knew you were a Libra. I asked you that already, Jimmy. Jimmy's happily married to me. When you knew him, he was married, not married, but he was with somebody else. Did you ever meet him? No, he told me at the party where I met you that you were his. Yes. Oh, no, but we shot the video with Joya, though, because Ron and I have been together nine years. But we, when we shot that video with Joya at my house, which that wasn't my house. That was like the house I used as my office. I think you did meet my then significant other, and we had been together 25 years. Um, and he came over to say hi because I think there's Why a picture. Why did you end that? Huh? Why did you end that relationship? 25 years, like, you're stuck. No, I was I stuck. Ron always stuck to me. <laughs> I like Ron. Ron's cool. I like him. No, his ex-partner was poor, and he was nuts, and he was a psychologist. So, you know, they're all crazy. We have a little bit of an echo. I don't know why we have an echo, I don't though. know. We always have all kinds of weird shit on this show. That's okay. Everybody oh, in the chat room, they're saying you'd make a hot bride. Oh, Don. Who's Don? Don is Don super cool. Next to it. Oh, yeah. Thank, don't, she doesn't have a picture. Thank you. Oh, bride okay. or birdie? Oh, bride. I thought it was bride. Like no, no, bride. 
<laughs> so hold on, let me do some bragging. So you guys, she's got over 60 number one U.S. Billboard Dance Club chart hits. She's done 14 of them exclusively for Madonna. And listen to the, some of the other people she's worked with, and I just picked out the really big ones. Uh, Beyonce, Stevie Nicks, Cindy Lauper, Adina Menzel, Christina Aguilera, Gloria Estefan, Britney Spears, Katy Perry, Demi Lovato, Cher, Shakira, Debbie Gibson, Pink, Rihanna, Lady Gaga. She's the first woman to win a Grammy in the category of best remixed recording in the history of the Grammys. Yay. How is that to be like the first one? I mean, that's the. Well, you know what? It's kind of interesting because I was so overwhelmed with being nominated for a Grammy because that was like a lifelong dream. That's what you. And what I aspire. Yeah, that was a goal. Like you want that level of achievement and to be recognized by your peers. So, um, I didn't even know. I wasn't aware that there weren't any other women ever nominated. So, like, I, then I started thinking that's pretty, that's that's not a real thing to be proud of. Yeah, it is. Like, I mean, this category has been 20 plus years. Where are the women producers? We need to encourage more women to um, to be, there needs to be more opportunities in the music business for women producers is what Absolutely. I'm But you're like leading the whole pack for people. So people can I look mean, at I mean, that's a big role. Too. That's a big, that's a big role. Like, I don't want to, I mean, I encourage women. I've always been um, a team player that way. You know, I think more, the more women that sign up, the, the better all music would be. It's different perspectives. Oh, no, I agree with that 100 percent. But also just the fact that you are the first woman, um, it's a really big accomplishment. And and the fact that you've had such an amazing career. I mean, you don't have like we know like a lot of DJs, you know, and like they're lucky if they get like a hit. You know, most of them are fucking spinning at 13 year old birthday parties and shit. So I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, you know, I kind of attribute that to being able to. I mean, and and I said it earlier. It's it's easy to become a DJ now. There's a lot of information and education to learn how to do that with the technology. But there wasn't as many people that knew how to spin two records. Right. I mean that that. And there weren't any schools. So DJs, you know, that I grew up with, like David Morales, Jelly Bean, and, and people like that, like they, we taught ourselves and we, we kind of shared knowledge between us, you know, all of us I together. Love. I actually love Jelly Bean Benitez when, when I was in He's college. He's a great, great guy. He, and he, he remixed Sidewalk Talk by Madonna when I was in college. And I was like, this is the fucking dopest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, I loved it so much. It was fabulous. And the fact that you're doing all of that, I think, is like freaking like absolutely amazing. My friend Rodney Stone, his son in California is a very famous DJ. And I don't know what his name is. It's not Stone. I mean, his real name is Stone. I don't remember his first name. But he is a heavy set guy, and he plays in every best club in uh, L.A. He, they, they also took him all over the world. He was that good. They, he would go to major parties and stuff. Yeah. So did, did you do well, all that? Excuse me? Did you do all of that? Go I, to you know, I did that um, <clears throat> earlier on, and um, it was amazing. I saw the whole world. I mean, the way – I mean, I started working with Madonna in – in late nineties, two thousands. 
And um, she kind of shined a light on me and put me up here. I, I mean, I DJed her wedding when she got married to Guy Ritchie. And that kind of thrusted me out there in the in the limelight. And I just burned out really quick. Like, it's, yeah, you're, it's you're being, huh? You're being like, but you're very, yes, you, you might have burned out, but you're also being humble. Not only did you DJ her, you DJed Britney Spears' 21st birthday, and you went on tour with Kylie Minogue. Uh, in the U.S., what, I mean, those are was, like huge things. What was uh, I? You know what? It's um, I've had an amazing career. I really have. It's um, not over. Don't say that. No, 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 no. I, I, by any means, it's not over. I'm just um, you know, there are no clubs open right now, so right. No, I, no. it's provided me the opportunity to kind of do different things. I've been forced to be creative in different ways, um, rather than go to a club, get off a plane, go to a hotel, go to a club. And, you know, it's, it's been, I've actually embraced it. I think it's been, I think there's going to be a silver lining when all this is over. Oh, absolutely. Now what was Stevie Nicks like? I love. Oh man. You know, that's a crazy story. I was playing in New York at the sound factory, I think. And I met her hairdresser (laughs) and her hairdresser. I mean, this is just my luck. Um, her hairdresser was like, yeah, I want you to remix Stevie Nicks. And I was like, hell yeah, that's, she's the queen of the queen. I love Fleetwood Mac and Stevie. I mean, who doesn't? Anyway, I got that opportunity through, um, her hairdresser who used to follow me around New York and Miami as a DJ. And he told her about me and I, my first remix for her was Planets of the Universe. And I went to her concert. And um, they asked me to wait till the end of the show. And I have this thing for buying uh, concert tees. I always buy. I do too. I I have to. It's like my little, you know, I've lost half of them. But anyway, so I'm buying this T-shirt and this girl comes out that I didn't know. It was like 2000, 2001. And um, she's like, Stevie Nicks is waiting for you backstage. I said, me? (laughs) <laughs> Why would you be waiting for me? I didn't know how, you know, I didn't know what to do. It was all new for me. So um, anyway, I went backstage and 9-11 had just happened and we talked and man, is she fascinating. That oh, is yeah. one of my highlights. And then I remixed Stand Back in Edra 17. And oh, it was God. interesting because we actually talked about the remix and, and, she was like, I didn't understand when they said I had, I needed a remix. I didn't know what that was, but I get it. And I do the Stairmaster to your remix of Planets of the Universe. So it, it was a, it was definitely one of those times I'll never forget. I love that. I love Stevie Nicks. Who doesn't, she's, as you said? Who she's doesn't? like one of my favorites. So mine, I mean, mine too. who's I, better than me? I met Stevie. I think when, that's awesome. When, when she came out with the video that used to be on TV for Gypsy, I used to go crazy over that video with the sparkles and the unicorn and the jump jump. Remember that video? Gypsy? Wasn't that um where she spins around in the white? Yep. Yeah. Back when, when, like in the 80s, when Friday Night Videos were on in New York? It was, that's when I used to see it. I think and that I, was her back. That was her solo stuff. I loved her in that. Uh, that. That video was so magical and beautiful. And Did she you know Prince played keyboards on Stand Back? 
Oh, uh, no, I didn't know that. They have got a lot of information up here. Actually, though, I almost met Prince because the, the girl I was with, Ozzy, when we met you, she was friends with Prince. Like, she used to get us oh, in everywhere. Her. Yes. Yes. I remember her. Yeah, and I would gag. I was like, oh my God, do you know Prince? Yeah, she knows Prince. Is that Prince behind you? In the chat room, they're asking me, is that Prince behind you on your le- on your left? Yes, it is. It's uh what is yeah, that? A, that's a Prince poster I have framed. <laughs> no, I I love Prince. I love Prince. Oh no, I love Prince too. He was like freaking amazing. Yes, so um, I got to hear when I got the files for Stand Back, I got to hear the keyboard part separated. It was cool. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, enough about me. Jimmy does all the technical stuff. I do the Snoopy stuff. So how'd you meet your girlfriend? Blind date. You love this girlfriend talk, Ron. What's up? Yeah, he does. He's like all about it. trying to fix me up? No, no, no. I do this part because most of our fans love when I do this. They're not interested totally in your career. They could take oh, five minutes of that. And they, want to know, and they want to know who is she, what does she eat, what is she like, who is she married to. They want to know about you as a person. So I always interview you yeah, as a person. My relationship doesn't define me. I share myself with her. She doesn't make me, you know. Like that, we, that's true. We don't live together. No, but everybody likes a romantic story. Everybody wants to know. I mean, you know, people ask Jimmy and I how we met all the time. How you did know. you meet them? Tell us that. I, I was a high price spread. I charged $1,000. And he came and paid 2000 because he wasn't so attractive. That's it, Jimmy? I need to teach you better. No. No, that's I not. tried to pick him up in a mall. In a mall. He told but, me to go fuck myself. In a mall? I, no, I, tell, I told him to fuck off. I didn't say go fuck yourself. I said fuck off. But no, seriously, how'd you meet your girlfriend? I, I told you. Blind date. Blind date. Oh, I know. I, I forgot. <laughs> Hey, listen, when you're 80, let's talk. Kinko Biloba, baby. Kinko Biloba. Let's talk when you're 80. <laughs> so wait, so so you've remixed like so many huge people. Is there somebody you have not remixed yet that you think, oh, it would be fun to remix? You know what's crazy? I work with a lot of women. I haven't worked with very many uh, male singers. Um, I, I, I just did an Aloe Black remix, which came That's out. Cool. I love him. Yeah, he's um, that's called I do. Um, and tomorrow, no, what's tomorrow? Thursday. Friday. I have a real. I can't wait for this record. It's by Tegan and Sarah. Yes. I have a remix coming out for her. I have a remix that was released by Annabelle England. Um, that's called See the Sky. I real and and. I've just been making music and doing my own stuff. Three minutes. Question for those out there that don't know what a remix is. Tell us what a remix is. Oh, I can't imagine people not knowing what a remix is. Believe me, there are plenty that don't. There are plenty that we have. Well, a remix, you know, basically it's a tool that a record company uses for a different uh, demographic. Because back in the day, you know, it was all about radio plays. So, um, Music can get kind of segregated. Now it kind of weaves in and out because of digital. But um, And people are more, they listen to more music, more types, all types of music. And there's more genres. But um, So, for example, if Madonna had a song coming out, 
that was more on the electronic side, she might get a hip hop remix. So hip hop radio would embrace it. That's the yeah. best way I can explain it. That's a good explanation. We have a we lot have of to stop, Jimmy. Did you say two minutes? We have two minutes. We're gonna have to bring you on another time because we we didn't. Why? Have Why time. can't we keep going? Because we're because we're because I'm bored. I want to oh, talk to you. We're, we're actually on a station, and they've got another show oh, that comes on after yeah. us. We're, we're, we're not like all the other people who just do shows and can do them whenever we have a scheduled time every week. Oh, yeah. and, and, and we're live. And we're live. We're live. So we're, oh, we're live. Wow. This is live, and you yeah, can curse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are going all over the world at this moment. Where am I going? All over. All Every country. We're Every in 178 countries, I think. And five really? And, and five and eight. You didn't tell me you were a big shot. I'm we not are. the big shot. He is. But listen, <laughs> you have over five million people that are listen to this by the time it's and over. Watching you now. Oh, that's so, amazing. Well, thank you guys for listening and watching. So you guys can follow Tracy Young on Twitter. She's at DJ Tracy Young, T-R-A-C-Y Young. Right, what's your What's your Instagram? It's uh, it's either DJ Tracy Young. Yeah, it's all that's Twitter and Instagram are DJ Tracy Young. No E, two Y. Yeah, no E. Yes, right. Two Y's. Everybody but will follow you. Found on my website at tracyyoung.com. That's the easiest place to go find info information on me. There you go, okay, tracyyoung.com. And, and listen to this and quietly listen to this. It's important. The next time you come to L.A., come to Palm Springs to our house for dinner, or I'll beat the fucking shit out of you when I see you. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good old New York invitation. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Brooklyn invitation. <laughs> so listen, Brian, it was so nice having more than two minutes to talk to you, because when, when I met you at that party, you were charming, but I couldn't hear you. There were so many people. Um, we're going to have you come back in the fall. Again. In the fall, we'll do it again. We'll bring you back again. This is so much fun. Everybody, follow her. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye-bye. You're a sweetie pie. Everybody in the chat room, thanks so much. We got to go. See you later. Bye. Bye. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 